All right, ready to start? Let me just update my Facebook status. At work, house is empty. Hashtag unsafe. Hashtag soft target. Hashtag unaware. Post. Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. Podcast. We're dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now, let's join our hosts, Brian and Jada. All right, I'm sure as you smart people have guessed, we're talking about social media. For you not smart people, surprise. So self-defense and social media, do those two things really go together? Yes, yes, they most definitely do. But even if it's just being safe with what you post on social media or being safe where you're like where you're on social media, like it it definitely goes together because so many people don't realize just how unsafe they're be- being. In the blog that goes along with this, I talked about how uh, people just kind of see social media as, you know, not the real world. Like, it's not the real world. It's not reality. There's a screen separating me from any comments or anything that I make on Facebook, you know. But you can always turn it off oh. and just ignore it. Yeah, totally. No, because you are a real person on social media. Talking to a bunch of other real people on social media who don't have to do a whole lot of digging to find out a whole lot of your information. And so many people will post their, like, just daily habits... Like, out for my Thursday lunch at this specific restaurant, eating this specific thing at this specific table like I always do on Thursdays, come and kidnap me. There are, there are so many actual cases where people have, um, have, have tracked people because of social media, because of their social media. You know, they will do uh, stalking. Social media makes stalking so much easier at this point in time. There was, I just read a book not that long ago that was talking about some of these cases and it was, well, I'd say not that long ago. It's actually probably been about a year ago, but there was a guy who was a serial rapist and he stalked people. He stalked women on his social media before he took them off in the woods and raped them. And he learned their habits. He learned what they were going to do. He learned when they were home, all because that's the kind of information they were putting out there. Same thing with a serial killer in Missouri. Uh, he would friend a whole lot of young party college age people um, with a fake account. <clears throat> and he would uh, watch their posts because they would post about which bars they were going to on what specific night before they ever went. And so all he would have to do is wait there and he can be there before they ever got there. And, like, just saying that they're going to a bar that night implies that they're going to be impaired at some point. And so he knows where they're going and he knows that they're going to be an easy target at some point. Most likely. And if they're not, well, he's just watching anyway at this point, so doesn't matter to him. He'll just wait for somebody else. So... People just don't think about the dangers of what they post. Chris Sutton brought up, and if you guys aren't aware of who Chris Sutton is, he is the founder of Cobra Defense International, somewhere that we are um, certified with as um, a certified training center. 
And, um, and he was talking about how, you know, just case after case of somebody will even find out some, find somebody on social media while they are somewhere. So, you know, he finds out their name. He might be sitting at a bar. He's seeing somebody he likes. He goes and starts looking them up on social media, finds out things about them, and then that will give him the opportunity to um, s- strike up conversations. So, oh, you like this team? So do I. Oh, this is your favorite drink. Oh, man, I love that drink, you know, and kind of stuff where he was talking about situations like that. And, and before you know it, you know, that person is taken off, kidnapped, abducted, whatever you want to call it. There is even a case of a lady's abusive ex-husband that created a fake profile. And after she finally left him, uh, he had friended her on Facebook as this fake profile and created a romantic relationship online with her. And this went on for about a year. And she told him all these details about her abusive ex-husband. And... Throughout this time, she was always like mentioning her plans and things. She would talk about like some of her routine and everything. And even though she had a restraining order against him, because she was telling him all these details, use like with the fake account, he was able to show up at places before she was there. So she kept running into him, and so it was just a really scary way of he was able to get close to her because she was just telling him her routine. And she finally put pieces together and figured it out, but it that's really dangerous. That's scary. I mean, it really is not that one. I thought I'd heard that one, but I think I'd heard a similar one because I'd not heard that one. Um, okay, so we've brought up plenty of cases and plenty of reasons to be um, worried about what we do on social media, but what are the actual action steps that we need to take? Because we can't just say, let's just be honest, this is the world we live in right now. Social media is a huge thing. And while some people are perfectly okay with completely not having any social media, that's not the majority of people. They like to have something. And everything you do on social media, every single social media, either itself will track you or build a profile on you, or help others to do that. So what we have to think about is like, okay, what are some action steps that we can take in order to keep that kind of stuff from happening? Well, the first one is definitely privacy settings. Yeah. Um, just It's the basic first step in keeping yourself safe as well as not putting too much of your own information because Social media sites will allow you to put as much information about yourself as you want on there. The more that you put on there, the more it just fuels them. So they don't care how much of yourself you reveal, like whether it be your phone number, your email, your kid's school, your school, um, your home address, your work address. Like all of that information are things that people can use to get to you or to commit a crime or a cyber crime against you. And people just don't think about how dangerous it is that that is known. Um, and then as far as privacy settings go, like making your account private is one of the biggest like needs in all of the social media self-defense realm. It's just a private account because 
if you just let anyone see anything you post, that's when something dangerous happens. That when that's when that, that's where a lot of kids make a mistake in having social media. Like younger people who have social media, such as like elementary school age or middle school age, even high school, really, is they don't put on the proper privacy settings because they want to meet new people and meet new friends online. And that's so dangerous because it does not take long for a fake account to show up. That's true. Um, and as soon as... I mean, there are predators sitting and watching for new kids' accounts so that they can go and befriend them and talk to them. If you've ever watched a video of some of the things that these people say to groom kids, it's insane. And the, you can go on YouTube and look up uh, online grooming proof, like real stories. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it because it's terrifying and it's absolutely disgusting, but it's there. Or the social experiments where they, um, where parents actually allow uh, someone to try that with their kids to kind of see how the kids react and as scary as that is most kids we sat there and watched I don't know how many of those things most kids what was failed. it one in all of those videos yeah, who didn't season. yes we watched oh I don't know hours of those videos and like one kid actually did not fall for it and it breaks my heart you know, as a parent myself, it, it, it really, really breaks my heart to kind of look at that situation and think what can so easily happen to kids. So I mean, this is definitely a situation where kids, or I'm sorry, a parent needs to oversee their child's social media so they can make sure they know exactly what's going on. Oh yeah, and even there was one case where a dad had them do it to one of his daughters. <sighs> And he chewed her out and then had multiple discussions with all of his kids about it and just really reinforced this. And so he tried it, the experiment again with his second, uh, with another daughter and she fell for it too. You never know. You as a parent have to really closely monitor, not just talking to about your kids. And don't let them guilt you into thinking that... Uh, that's their privacy. You're their parent. They are still in your household. It is not their privacy. Right now, they don't get that kind of privacy because they are not grown, despite how grown they think they are. Well, I think another problem is a lot of parents are, they kind of fall into that themselves. They don't think about it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, well, it hasn't happened to me and it hasn't happened to anybody that I know. So therefore, it just doesn't really happen to, you know, people oh, in real life. I'm really smart about it. Whenever I meet someone online, I video chat with them before I ever meet them in person. Oh, yes, that just completely gets rid of any possibility of anything bad happening. You're get more people to unsubscribe from us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, but it's terrible. It is, I know. It is, and, and it's even more dangerous now with the online dating world. I'm not against online dating, I guess, because it it works for some people. Yeah. Like, there's a really high percentage oh, yeah. of marriages now that like, started with online dating. Yeah. But there are so many creeps online. Well, the thing I think that a lot of people have to think smart. about 
when in that situation where you're talking about, um, oh, well, I'll video chat with them first. That's cool. How many people can you think of? Maybe, maybe that's not, you know, maybe that's something that doesn't happen to everybody. But think about this. How many people do you know that has gotten married to somebody that dated somebody for a while, gotten married, and then all of a sudden realized this is not the person I thought they were. And they and didn't one video just chat meet. is going to solve all your problems. They didn't, yeah. yeah. They didn't just meet online and never meet in person until that time. They spent time dating and to get to know each other and everything. And then all of a sudden getting married. And, and in this situation, they go, oh, that's this is not the person I thought they were. I can, I can count that entirely too many times that it's happened. And, and it sucks. So to think that you're going to talk to somebody online and then oh you're just going to let your guard down after that one video chat that's that's not not a great way to do it and not saying that no one should should meet anybody online i'm you know not saying i know i'm also in full support of if you're going to meet someone online and go on online dates drive separately mm-hmm. don't let them be your ride yeah it's like drive separately it's okay because you haven't known them that long I didn't mean for this one to turn into a dating kind of podcast. <laughs> but that's a big aspect it of social media aspect. now. It is. it is. And it's not one that I covered in the blog. Yeah. So the fact that it's being covered now is another thing. But um, oh, one thing we haven't talked about is when to be on social media. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, and I, I do this every seminar, not every seminar, um, but any basic self defense seminar that we do. Um, I'm always talking about social media, when to post and stuff like that. Uh, we go back to, you know, the illustration at the very beginning when she was talking about on her post how she was at work, the house was empty, all this kind of stuff. Um, so many times people will go on vacation, post pictures of their vacation and do all of this stuff. And then uh, while they're going on vacation, people realize, oh, they're not home. So now we're going to rob them because most people do not know every single person on your friends list in real life. And you can't guarantee that that person is friendly or anything. So you need to be aware that when you're posting stuff, don't post about it until after the fact. Okay. That is the best way to do that. So if I'm going to go on vacation, like if you want to send videos to trusted family members, it's like, but I want them to see, okay. Private message them the pictures. You know, all you have to do is text them the pictures instead. You don't have to post yeah. it for all people to see. You want to, that's cool. You want to post it. Awesome. Just do it when you get back home. Yeah. Oh, we just spent the weekend at the beach. Spent the last, spent last week at the beach. Whatever. Anything like that. That way people don't know about it at the moment. Uh, it really, really hurts me to see. And I'm, I'm, you know, scrolling through, which I don't scroll a whole lot, but every once in a while I'm scrolling through and I look like this person says, oh, you know, awesome day at the beach. Like we're four hours away from the beach. You know, you're just posting that you're there. Um, Wait till you get back home. Um, If you go out with some people, you don't need to take a picture and post it right away that, hey, I'm out with all these friends. Do that afterwards. I think the biggest thing here is and then this goes in multiple things. Enjoy your experience, then post about it. You don't need to post about it when you're enjoying your experience because that can leave you open to, you know, somebody stalking you. It can leave you open to somebody robbing your house. It could leave you open to all kinds of things. 
There was a really creepy case in Japan where he used reflections in people's eyes from selfies of them. Like he he used a reflection in a girl girl's eyes to read the name of the train station she was at to know her regular train station that she took to get to work. Wow. Like reflections like in eyes. If all crap like that only happened in movies. <laughs> that is a legitimately true story. Wow. Which is a major talent wasted on a life of crime. <laughs> that is true, dude. You need to be working for the police. Some type of investigative detective or something. There was this uh, family in California that when they got to their hotel for vacation, they posted about it. And posted got to hotel and uh, one of their daughter's friends on Facebook that was supposed to be... Uh, a young boy her age uh, was like, oh, cool, y'all are on vacation. Where are y'all at? And like, she answered, and he goes, y'all coming back anytime soon? And she answered that, too. And uh, <clears throat> just several questions. Well, this guy turned out to be uh, mid-20s, and he had a friend in his early 30s, and they pulled a U-Haul up to that family's house and they loaded up their mattresses, their couches, their TV, their uh, <laughs> their art, all of this stuff. Just a, He just pulled up a U-Haul to the house and unloaded. This was at 3.30 in the morning. Thankfully, the police noticed um, and were called by, I guess, the neighbor. And the two subjects were apprehended and put behind bars. But they pulled up a U-Haul to now the family's home and pulled out their mattresses. That's what, I, I know this is not a funny situation. I shouldn't laugh. But like, why the freak would you steal mattresses? Mattresses are valuable. But not maybe used I'm ones weird. as much. It was probably a really nice fit, like, house. I'm probably if it had... weird. And this is, I'm, we're talking like uh, No, I don't years. like sleeping on other people's mattresses. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about weird. This is, has nothing to do with uh, COVID. Um, but, yeah. I, no, I'm weird. I, I'm not buying a used mattress. I'm not. No, I can't. I can't do that. I'm too much of a germaphobe. And I usually bring my own blankets. If I, I used to bring my own blanket if I ever went to a friend's house so that I could sleep on that blanket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite because I will sleep in, you know, a hotel bed, but I can't. I can't bring myself to buy a used mattress. Mm. I'm just weird. Bed bugs, y'all. Bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trying not to get sidetracked. Those things are no joke, though. <laughs> oh, I, I, no, I was sitting here immediately thinking of a friend of mine who goes into a hotel, and he gives me a call. He pulled the, the sheet back. They get there. They throw all their stuff down. He pulls the sheet back, and there's a bed bug right there. And I'm like, dude, that is bad. That is a sound of a very bad uh, infestation. Get out of that hotel. <laughs> and he did. But um, this is also not supposed to be the bed bug podcast or the creep Jada out podcast. I don't have a problem with bugs, but I've been bitten by a bed bug before because oh, I went to a camp that had them. Oh, no. And I had marks for months. Thankfully, it didn't infest my house. Yeah. That's, like they didn't come back with me. That's, that's good. But it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Absolutely awful. 
All right, so we got sidetracked. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but social media, don't be on it while you're walking down the street. Not that goes back only, to being aware of your surroundings at all times. But yeah, it's not even just about people being able to stalk you on Facebook if your location setting is on. That's one aspect. Another aspect is if you're on social media, then it becomes an outside danger because you're not going to notice anybody coming up to you on the street Yeah. if you're locked in on your phone. So, so basically, think about this. Enjoy your experience. Well, first off, privacy settings. Make sure it's not posting your, your location. Mm -hmm. I can't count how many times I've seen a picture come up and says, oh, taken at Myrtle Beach or wherever. You know, you know, it says, you know, it says the location up there. I'm like, that, oh. Anyway, uh, we got that. Fix your privacy settings. Enjoy your experience. Wherever you are, experience that. Post about it later. This is for your own safety. This is not a enjoy your experience type of podcast. This is Stay safe and stay alive. And so just enjoy your experience so you can stay alive. And then thirdly, don't do something. Don't be on social media while you're walking down the street and or just out in public and completely consumed in that and missing everything that's going on around you because then you're just an, an easy target for somebody. What's it? Oh, soft target. Comment section. That's another one. I said in the blog... You might be tempted to believe that the online world is not the real world, but your on-screen altercation can turn into an off-screen problem. Yeah, I remember you, I saw that where you wrote about that. Because in the comment section, like you may be talking to people you know and you think are level-headed, <clears throat> but people get heated online. People don't think clearly always. And some people are crazy. <laughs> and some people be crazy. So, just be careful in the comment section. Try not to be someone who puts fuel on a fire, you know? Because there were these, I put this in the blog as well. You know, lots of gruesome stories in that blog. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> gruesome stories get the point across, though. Sometimes. Uh, these two teenage girls got into an argument uh, in a comment section, and uh, the next time they saw each other, in the real world it carried into their conversation there and it escalated so much that one of them pulled out a knife and stabbed the other repeatedly um, and the girl who was stabbed died later at the hospital uh, it started with a stupid argument in the comment section and escalated into a murder you don't think that it can go that far but the reality is it shouldn't go that far. But sometimes it does. But it does. And so you may be talking to someone who's completely level-headed. You may not be. And you can't really tell online. Yeah, unless you know this person in real life. and. But even like, then, really don't well comment because life. you don't know all their friends either. Because it doesn't have to be them that... Well, I'm not saying no. no. I'm anti-argument on online. I <laughs> you really don't need am. to be the keyboard warrior. You just don't. No, and I have, I've had my moments where, like, on some of our posts, where some people will make some really, I can't really say this tactfully, really stupid kind of comments on some of our posts, and you know, you have talked me down a couple of times. Um, sometimes unsuccessfully tried to talk me down 
from you know just smarting off back at them a little bit because it's just like, come on, let's 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 use some common sense um, when we're talking about real self defense. My philosophy with that is we're getting the real information out there. If they don't believe us with the common sense we use in the videos, they're probably not going to believe us in the comment section. I'm not saying. And you're I know, wrong. I know, <laughs> I know. I know you're not saying I'm wrong. <laughs> but sometimes it is really, really hard to keep things inside. Mm -hmm. uh, it's my personality. I, I sometimes just have to. We both have a I will be heard <laughs> mindset. But they're not the ones with a following online. We are. Oh, that, <laughs> that's conceited. <laughs> yeah. It's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all really get to know me today. I've had coffee. My real persona comes out whenever I can think, you know? I have the energy to be sarcastic. This is my second coffee today, so. I've now had probably the equivalence of three shots of espresso. We won't talk about that. I think I had that in this drink. That's just one drink. Come on, Jada, keep up. <laughs> I would die if I had as much espresso <laughs> as you get in your drinks. <laughs> yeah, so moral of today's whole podcast is probably just use your common sense. View online self-defense like you would view in-person self-defense. You don't go up to a random stranger at Walmart who looks all friendly and say, Hi, my address is this. My place of work is this. I work this hour to this hour in the day. Please don't rob me. But, like, you have that information now. And then pick a fight. And then pick a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, need, we just need to have common it's sense. It's like, hey, that's a really stupid shirt. <laughs> fight me. <laughs> People are so much braver online than they are in person. It's because they're behind that screen. All right. <laughs> okay, so to wrap things up a little bit, we need to remember uh, privacy settings online. Make sure your privacy settings are set in such a way that is not going to give away all of your information. Okay, and depending on you know what you do with your social media, if it's for fun. You know, you need to lock that down a lot more. If it's something that you're doing as a business for social media, I understand that you have to leave it a bit more open. Uh, but let's make sure we have the privacy settings locked down as much as we can, okay? Uh, secondarily, do not post until after you are done with something. So when you come back from dinner with friends, when you come back from vacation, uh, whatever, then you throw a post up there and that's great. That way people don't understand exactly what you're doing. Don't be on social media while you're in public and making yourself a softer target for everybody else. And don't pick fights, you know? Um, just basically, we can boil it down to... Um, don't be stupid. Use some common sense and you probably are going to be okay. And don't forget, just because it hasn't happened to you or somebody you know doesn't mean it can't happen to you. So just, just go throughout life with a idea of keeping yourself safe. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, hope to see you again. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and check our website at impactdefensenc.com. Thank you, guys.
Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefensenc.com. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp, stay focused, and train hard.